Friday, April 28th, 2017 here on the Patriot Beat Podcast. Really quick episode for you guys just to break down the madness that was round one of the NFL draft. We'll also be going over some options for what the Patriots might do in rounds two and three before we do our big draft wrap-up show next Monday. So enjoy our round one wrap-up, and we'll see you guys in a minute. This is Larry H. Russell speaking on behalf of the network, thanking you once again for downloading the Patriots Beat Podcast here on CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio-video coverage for New England professional sports. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for your iPhone or Android for immediate and convenient access to all the content available on the CLNS Radio YouTube channel, podcasting network, and clnsradio.com. Now, on to another edition of Patriots Beat. Take it away, Harris. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Patriots Beat Podcast. I am your host, Harris Rubenstein. Very happy to be with you after what was a ridiculous round one of the NFL draft. Remember to go find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fans. Go find us on Twitter at CLNS Radio, and go find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore Sportstein. What a ridiculous round one of the NFL draft. We had so many trades, so many weird moves. We're going to do a quick little 20-minute breakdown for you guys. And then we're also going to talk about who the Patriots might draft with their pick in the third round, a couple other options. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. The first round of the NFL draft was was nuts. Chaos, just crazy picks all around. You, you had a wider, you had my guy Corey Davis going at five. You had Mike, uh, excuse me, and Mitchell Trubisky going at two to the Bears. Not to the 49ers or the Browns. You had Deshaun Watson going to the Texans. Big, uh, in, crazy. I personally don't like Mitchell Trubinsky uh, at all, but is, and him going to the Bears is crazy, but we'll see how that goes. So, without further ado, I'm going to give you guys my three best picks of round one, and then we'll take a quick break. I'll do my three worst picks of round one, and then we will let you guys know what the Patriots might do tomorrow, and then we'll send you guys away to enjoy the rest of the draft and your weekend. So without so the the teams, excuse me, the players that I'm looking at for best picks are guys who maybe fell off, fell a little bit and got really and a team got really good value on him, or just a player that I think is really really good. And a team made a really, really smart choice. So the first uh, first team I'm going – or the first player I'm going to talk about, you all know I love this guy, and that's Hassan Reddick. Outside linebacker from Temple, went to the Arizona Cardinals. It, perfect, perfect, perfect fit for what the uh, what the Cardinals like to do on defense. He can do everything that, that uh, they're going to ask of him. He can rush the passer. He can play inside. He can blitz. He can cover. He'll, he will end up taking over for Carlos Danzami, who I believe is – 35 now, so a definite uh, need at the position for the Cardinals. So good pick for them with Hassan Riddick at 13. I love the Indianapolis Colts getting Malik Hooker, uh, the free safety out of Ohio State. Obviously, he fell a little bit in this draft. I don't think he's Ed Reed, but I do think he plays a very, very rare position in the NFL, and it's basically the Devin McCourty position. I think if you're going to try to find a guy who he's uh, like, it's Devin McCourty. I think he has great range in the middle of the field. He's a beautiful center fielder, and I think he's going to be a, a wonderful pick for the Indianapolis Colts. And then the other guy who I really love, 
I absolutely love the 49ers trading all the way up or all the way back into the first round to 31 and taking Reuben Foster. I still think that Reuben Foster is the best linebacker in this entire draft class. I think he's an absolute stud. He's one of the best players in this entire draft. Obviously, the shoulder issues, the off-the-field issues, the diluted sample from the NFL Combine obviously affect him as well. But I really do think... Uh, I really do think that Ruben Foster could be a really good player. Good for the 49ers, picking up two really good guys for their defense in Ruben Foster and Solomon Thomas. Obviously, along with DeForest Buckner and Eric Arms for the past couple of years, they're building something nice there. I like what San Francisco is doing. I really do think that they have a, a pretty good chance of being a pretty good team pretty soon. So uh, another pick that I wanted to shout out to, which, which has been receiving a good amount of hate, but I actually love this pick. Excuse me. I love Jabril Pepper to the to the Cleveland Browns. If you're the Browns and you're looking at your defense, you're looking for playmakers. You're looking for guys who you can just let go out there and do their thing. And that's what Jabril Peppers is going to be able to do. He can do everything. I I understand that people don't really like him because he doesn't have a specific position. I think he's the perfect modern-day safety. I think he's very similar to Deion Buchanan, Landon Collins, Patrick Chung, those kind of in-the-box linebacker safety combo guys who are all very talented. But I just think he's the most athletic out of all of them. I, I, I really like like Jabril Peppers, I'm very high on him. I think he's going to be a really good pro in the NFL, and I think the Browns are a good place for him to go. But obviously, that remains uh, remains to be seen. What's, well, I'll give you guys a couple other picks because uh, that, that segment ended up being a little bit lighter than I expected. A couple of the picks I really, really liked. Um, I love obviously Corey Davis at five to uh, to the Titans. Y'all know, y'all know how much I love Corey Davis. Corey Davis is the best uh, best wide receiver in this draft class. I don't care what you say. I like Mike Williams. But I, I think Corey Davis is the best wide receiver in this draft, bar none. I also like the fact that the Tennessee Titans picked up another corner. Uh, I think I think Adoree Jackson uh, is a game-changing kind of player in his position. As a return man, as a cover guy, I think he'd be really good. I think they could have gotten someone a little bit better as a cover corner. But I think if you're the Titans and you're looking for just playmakers on the defensive side of the ball, Adoree Jackson is is as Good of a playmakers you're gonna get. Uh, I love OJ Howard of the Bucks. I think that's a great pick. I love e- Evan Ingram to uh, to the New York Giants. I'm very very high on him. I think he's Aaron Hernandez 2.0 without the incessant murdering of people. Uh, I really do think that Evan Ingram's a very very good player. I love that draft pick. And then uh, Marshawn Lattimore uh, to the Saints at pick 11. They ended up with the best corner in the draft. A team that you know they're arguably. There arguably isn't another team in the NFL that needs a corner more than the New Orleans Saints. So them getting Marshawn Lattimore, who's an outstanding cornerback to go along with Delvin Bro, I think is a really, really, really good move for the New Orleans Saints. So those are the guys that I really enjoyed out of round one. We're going to take a quick break. Like I said, very simple episode. I'm also recording this right after the draft, so I'm pretty beat. But no, pretty, pretty exciting first round, and we're going to come back and talk about the players that are the couple of picks I really didn't like, and we'll also let you guys know who the Patriots might be taking in the second and third round. So we'll be right back. It's a new year, which means a fresh start for your business, and a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you just need to post your job on all the top job sites 
And now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017, post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, my listeners can post job on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. So one more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. All right, team. So we just went through the picks that I liked the most from the first round of the draft. And now I'm going to be going through the picks I liked the least from the first round of the draft. So, first things first, I hate Mitch Trubinsky to the Bears, but hey, that's a that, that's not really something I can properly judge on. I don't think anyone can probably judge on it yet. We will see what happens with Mitchell Trubinsky and the Chicago Bears. Just yeah, It's a very much a wait and see, but for right now, I really, really, really do not like the pick. Um, another one that I really didn't like, I did not like Marlon Humphrey the cornerback from Alabama, to the Ravens. I think they could have picked someone much, much better. I think Jonathan Allen is way better. I think O.J. Howard is way better. I think Jared Davis is way better. I, I just... Like I think they could have taken a better corner. I think Tredavious White, who went to the to to the Bills, is even better than Marlon Humphrey. So they picked a corner, which is fine, but it just seems like they picked the wrong corner. And as we've learned with the Patriots, when you pick the wrong corner... You're in big, big trouble. So I really didn't like the Ravens' pick of Marlon Humphrey. I think they could have picked someone, excuse me, much better than him. Um, the other pick uh, that I did not like. Uh, let me let me see if I can quickly pull him up. I didn't. I do not like T.J. Watt. I think T.J. Watt is not that good of a football player. I think that T.J. Watt is going to have a real problem adapting to the NFL. He's he's very raw and he has a lot of potential. However, he he reminds me a lot of uh, Jarvis Jones when Jarvis Jones came out of college, where just like his skill set just does not translate to pro ball at all. His skill set translates so much to being a really good college player. I'm really worried that TJ Watt is going to flame out pretty hard. And then one last pick uh, that I personally did not like. Uh, As great as Mike Williams is, I think the Chargers picking him up was really weird. I think uh, they they did need receivers, but like, you're at seven, you're the Chargers, you need defense – why at that point do you not take a linebacker? Why do you not take a pass rusher? Why do you not take, you know, Jonathan Allen? Why do you not take just someone on the defensive side of the ball? I really don't understand the Mike Williams pick. I, I, Mike Williams is going to be a really good player, but uh, we will we will definitely see about those guys. But not the not the biggest fan of Mike Williams. All right, so so before we wrap this up, because like I said, it's going to be a very short show today. Just wanted to do a quick first round ma- uh, mock up or wrap up. Because we have a lot of stuff to cover next Tuesday uh, after the draft is over. We'll uh, we'll have a couple people on and we'll give our best picks of the draft, worst picks of the draft. And obviously we'll go pick by pick through everyone that the Patriots are going to choose. So for those who don't know, the Patriots have pick, I want to say 72 tomorrow is the pick that they have in the third round. They obviously have the last pick of the third round. They do not have a second round pick. But I think they... 
are actually going to move up in tomorrow's draft. So here's the guys that I believe the Patriots could uh, move up for tomorrow. So Zach Cunningham, the linebacker out of Vanderbilt, uh, he worked with Belichick at his pro day. He watched film privately with Belichick as well. Uh, Raquan McMillan, another linebacker from Ohio State. We had Jared Brown come on and really bang his drum a lot. I really like Raquan McMillan. I think he's really good. Uh, Demarcus Walker, uh, DN out of Florida State, is a guy who I think they could trade up for. Uh, Jordan Willis, another DN out of Kansas State, is another guy I think they could trade up for. Uh, so those are the guys who I think they'd make moves for. However, it seems like to me that they're actually going to sit sit pretty tight here. I think they really do enjoy uh, kind of seeing how the draft plays out, and I think they'll end up making a pick. I think they're going to wait for a pass rusher or a linebacker to, dro- to drop to them in the third round, but I'm almost 100% positive that they will at least make one pick tomorrow. I will be very, very surprised if they decide to go the entire first, second, and third round without making a draft pick. This team is incredibly talented, and it doesn't really need a lot of young players, but... I think they do need to make uh, make a player. And hey, you know when we were when when they finally got to pick thirty two, I had the thought like, all right, let's say the Patriots didn't trade for Brandon Cooks. Who do they pick? They probably pick you know, if if Ruben Foster's on the board at thirty two, they probably take Ruben Foster. But since he went off at thirty one, you know they maybe take a linebacker. They probably trade out of that pick. So instead of doing that, they have. Brandon Cooks as their first-round pick this year. And based off of the talent level that was around at 32, I don't think you're going to find a much better pick uh, than Brandon Cooks at 32, a Pro Bowl wide receiver with 2,000-yard seasons under his belt already. I think it's a a pretty good one. So that's actually going to be it for me, guys. I'm very tired. I traveled traveled all across the country today from L.A. to back to the East Coast, so I'm pretty beat. So we'll let you guys enjoy the weekend. We'll be back here on Monday, uh, excuse me, on Tuesday to give you guys a full wrap-up of the draft. We'll do every Patriots pick and everything else. So we'll take one more commercial break, and then we will give you guys a salute and an adios. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. I know that me personally, when I was living in a college dorm, I used Blue Apron in order to get my fresh ingredients so that me and my roommate Jack could cook up some nice meals, maybe some fresh steaks, maybe some good chili, some quality stuff. And it's also a very fun holiday gift. So maybe for a nice Valentine's Day gift or a nice birthday gift coming up, I would give it to, I wouldn't give it to a girlfriend, obviously Blue Apron would be a little rough, but give it to a family member. Maybe they can get some high quality ingredients in their life for less than $10 per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family run farms, fisheries, and ranchers, whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash patriots. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash patriots. Blue Apron a better way to cook. All 
All right, team, that's going to do it for this week's Patreon podcast. Please remember to give us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Please be on the lookout for our big draft wrap-up show on Tuesday where we will be breaking down every single pick that the Patriots make and as well as our favorite picks from the entire draft. But with that, enjoy the rest of the NFL Draft this weekend and enjoy everything else that you might have going on this weekend. Please keep sending puppy pictures. I love it. Again, you can find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore sports team. I'll be tweeting about the draft all weekend long. So definitely shoot me a tweet, give me a call, and we'll see you guys at the end of the weekend.